Welcome back to the Boardman Podcast. Here we go again. Hello, hello. Hello. You want to introduce your next hello. guest? Our of next, course. Our next Would you rather Monty guest? or Marco? I know you oh, go by Oh, Monty's both. okay. Monty. Well, h- how did you meet, guys? You were very interesting. <laughs> t- I, I watched a video of yours. And I thought, wow, they are really interesting. Which one? Which video? The blonde, uh, blonde, blonde bomber. bomber. Bomber with big boobs. Yeah. That, that's yeah, the yeah, only yeah. thing I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she was like, yeah. you... you don't want to mess with her. No. Ebony that. Bridges. Yeah. Wow, she impressive. Took, yeah. She took over. She's amazing. Yeah, she's a, she's a very, very sort of siloed in her approach. She just puts her head down. Whatever she works on, she kind of achieves it. Strongest, uh, one of the best female boxers. She won loads of like uh, bodybuilding competitions. She's pretty uh, outstanding woman, yeah. But did you meet for boxing, for your boxing talent or for uh, your movies? Trying to get Jay to fight her. Huh? Jay, Jay wants to fight her, doesn't he? We'll probably fight in another way, but just... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you are not talking that much, I have to say. He no, doesn't. I was, he was listening a lot. I was listening a lot, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you yeah, know, so no, we, we met actually through films. Um, I, as you know, my background's tech. That's how we, wow. we found each other. Um, and I thought I'd take a bit of a, a break uh, from that and do something different. So auditioned for a movie. Matt was taking the auditions. This was a few years ago. And uh, we just, you know, we were in the same room together. I got a part in Matt's movie, uh, Duke, and basically... We kissed in the same we place. <laughs> he did try to get me doing... Really? He did try to get me doing kissing scenes oh. in a, with a guy in the how, movie. How is, can you tell me how is the kissing scene in a movie? Because I never really understood how it works. It depends if you use tongues how or not. How is it kissing me? Uh, I mean you, he's, I've got a video of him the other day right. trying yeah. to kiss me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. So, no, but I, I was just moving... No, uh, Kissing scenes, he's done way more than me. Right, so but what do you do? Do you stop the director say, all right, uh, now kiss or... It's, you know it's, it's so structured and, like, you know, organised and planned. You don't really, you know, you don't really think, oh, I'm kissing this person. It's, it, it's right. like, you know... It's part of an act. It's, yeah. it's just, you know, there's so many people watching, you know, it's... it's Plus, you've got to do like it seven, six, seven times. It's oh, not sexy and sensual like the way you think about it. Right. It's like, you know, and you do it over again and you have yeah. to do it a different way or different angle so it's like and you have know. all the people around and say no stop I don't like that way yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly everyone's kind of attentive like everyone's like sensitive to what's going on do you know right. what I mean because it's like not a most normal thing yeah. but in his seat he had to actually kiss his girlfriend in the scene so that wasn't like that difficult but but yeah no so we all met through 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 films we all love films obviously that's changed a little bit because then we found that Matt loves boxing and you know we love boxing, but we're much newer to it than Matt is, and he's got it in his blood because his his dad was a professional boxer. So we just said, okay, let's um, start training a bit more. Mm-hmm. So in Malta, we found a boxing gym, oh. and we just started going there. And it's just a great way to sort of challenge yourself to push yourself a little bit. So we all realised we really enjoy it. Wow. Introduce Monty. Come on. But okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. First, let's do a how, how, how good Jake Paul is. Jake Paul, yeah, Ooh, as a boxer. Jake, as Paul, What's hey? your opinion? I, I mean, obviously, he's uh, what in terms of boxing? Yeah, boxing. In, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's mastering the craft. I'll give him that. Really? Okay. Yeah, he, he's doing well from a YouTuber to to bringing himself into a boxing world that he was never familiar with. Uh, he's doing things in the right way. So right. We got to give him credit for that. But um, the way he's calling out fighters uh, and, and sort of you know, has been fighters and, uh, and people like that. I just think, uh, you know, now he, he's, he needs to step up to the plate and fight someone who's an actual pro boxer uh, to test himself because, right. you know, uh, I don't think I, I can give him the credit to, um, to, to, to take him, you know. In my opinion, 
he like to get in the ring and go full blows with someone your own weight class. Respect. Massive respect. Not only that, he knocks people out. Um, I think he's, he's now a full-time boxer. I mean, he's not doing anything else. Him as a person is a different conversation, but him uh, as a boxer, I don't think anyone can knock him. I think he's really doing a, doing a great job. I mean, he, I don't know if it's true what he said he earned. He said he's earned, you know, like 60 million in a year from it. But as a boxer, to knock people out um, who are professional fighters, I think he's. Uh, I think he's really good. Well, you, you said you wanted to fight him. No, no I didn't. No, you Matt said you want to fight Matt him. You, Matt just pushes <laughs> all of yeah. us to try and fight yeah, everybody. Matt actually's calling him. He out. would. I, I, he I, I, in a him. ring, he would beat me or Jay. So, but would he beat you, Matt? He's in a different weight class to, to myself. And you know what? I was curious about that uh, because it, it's very difficult if you are not inside uh, a sport and uh, you, you, you don't practice to evaluate properly the level of someone. I'll give you this example. The other day was uh, Roger Federer mm -hmm. playing table tennis. It was a clip. I don't know if you saw okay. it. There was a, a Roger Federer playing table tennis in a smoking with uh, Schwarzman. I don't know. And uh, the comments were, oh, my God, is, is Federer is so good also in table tennis. So I did a video analysis. from a I was uh, number uh, five in Italy. So I was a professional table tennis player when I was like 20. So I do an analysis saying, look, let's check. How is Roger Federer in table tennis? And uh, honest, imagine that you see Roger Federer boxing. And you say, all right, uh, jab is so-and-so. You know, I just give a very honest opinion. And I say, look, of course, for an amateur, he's OK. Yeah. But he can't play. All right, he's, he's Federer, but he can't play. And the comments were like, how dare you yeah. saying <laughs> that Federer is not God in table tennis? And I say, guys, it's. It's true, but there is this other effect, like, you know, Conor McGregor go against Mayweather, and I believed, oh, if Conor can win against Mayweather, yeah, you know, yeah. like, you forget that on the other side there is maybe one of the best yeah. boxer of all time. Yeah. Yeah. He did it for, you know, 30 years, and the guy arrived from MMA, great uh, fighter, but it's a different sport. Completely yeah. different, yeah. So people... Uh, and the levels between amateur and professional are so different. It, it's or, huge. Know, YouTube boxing to pro boxing is still very different. And so it's very interesting because you know probably more about this than anyone, Monty. Like you're, you've got three million followers across all your social platforms. You know, it seems to be, and I've, I've mentioned it before, but it seems to be that this online way of sort of promoting yourself is only going to go going one way. Yep. As we were saying before about TikTok and all these other platforms, only seems to be going one way. And terrestrial, let's call it terrestrial vision, is seems to be going the other way. So it does make sense that if there's enough money, then this online YouTube kind of boxing is going to going to take off and get bigger. I, I would make so much more money if I would say tomorrow to my Italian audience, <laughs> look, I'm going to fight, you yeah. know, against. Who are you and calling I, out? And I pick a name, you Who know, you someone, you know. And, I, and then I start to storytell. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I say, look, I went to you guys and they started coaching me, you know, I'm really getting good. And maybe you do a clip saying, oh, Monty yeah. is a time. I've never yeah. seen a time like that. You know, you build this storytelling. Yeah. And then everyone starts to believe your fans. Yeah. We'll say, yeah, Monty, I mean, you remember the guy. That's what I keep saying to these two. Like, yeah. we, keep, we keep doing this long <laughs> enough and we keep talking about boxing. We're going we're gonna to end up be fighting some YouTubers That's in, in a year. You could be the, uh, the, the new Italian stallion. Yeah, <laughs> the new Italian stallion. And by the way, I've interviewed, do you know Marvin Vettori, MMA fighter? Yeah. He is uh, the number one no, Italian no. MMA fighter, okay? Right. Adesanya, that, that category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, the, the guy is is a weapon, I mean, but I could challenge him mm. and people will still believe that yeah. maybe I have a chance. Yeah. It, it's just, a, 
yeah. the way I mean, the build, the build up for, for that fight would be pretty good because uh, Italians yeah. are like the best for arguing. Yeah, I think you're so passionate, you're so expressive. You know what? <laughs> A few years ago, there was uh, one guy challenging um, Magnus Carson, uh, uh, chess, world champion, yeah. saying, I think I can beat Magnus Carson. I will uh, study chess for one month and I'll, I probably am able. And so the discussion was, is it really possible? And he was talking about, you know, I will have AI training me in the night. You know. And people believe, thought, yeah, probably he has. The only thing that you believe that you have a chance against someone who is God in chess or in boxing yeah. is amazing. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. power it's of social media. It is, it's delusion to grandeur as well. Yeah. Because, I mean, some, some sports, yeah. I think like chess, if you can call it a sport, I think, um, you know, it's not really about luck of the day. You know, golf, you can have a terrible day and you can have a really good day. But certain games that are with the mind, it's normally down to you and how well you play on that day. Yeah. With boxing, um, I think, like, it's fine to be able to hit pads and it's great to be strong. You know, we've just met the strongest man in the world, met the strongest women in the world. But then to, to punch, to move out the way, to move your head, to move all your body, your footwork, all at the same time is, is, is really yeah, difficult. Yeah, you can't it's cheat it. You can't, yeah. you can't. There's, there's no... There's a skill in itself, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, oh, okay, so Monty. Oh, yeah, what were you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about yeah. you, my friend. So, uh, yeah, I, I, it's very hard to introduce you in a specific way. So I know the way that we met, but, you know, you've interviewed uh, Jeff Bezos, Matthew McConaughey. I'm going to mess it up, but my favourite Italian clothes designer, is it Bruno oh, Cucinelli? Bruno Cucinelli, yeah. Cucinelli, there you go, exactly, yeah. And you've got, you know, you've, you've launched successful NFT projects, uh, you've got a tech background. What's your thoughts on the NFT market? Um, it's very interesting mm. what you said the other day, like in, in terms of it seems to be dying a death as we know it, the 10,000 item collections. Um, they seem to be kind of, I mean, none of them are selling out, right? Yeah. So where do you think NFTs are going from here? I think utility. Take your, your podcast. By the way, when you'll be bigger than Joe Rogan, you have to say thank you to Monty <laughs> uh, that, that say that before we were famous like Joe Rogan. Like <laughs> promise. <laughs> yeah, promise, <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, bigger than Joe Rogan, see? Yeah, you heard I it mean first. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> not, not far, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I think that um, if you think about NFTs, not for the image, but for the utility, then everything makes sense. So if you take your podcast, uh, you can release an NFT collection that gives access or gives some utility. So you can say, look, if you buy my NFT, you can come, you know, once a month we do a cocktail aperitivo. I don't know how you say <laughs> Italian when you find for drink, meet for drinks. Piss up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like this thing. Aperitivo. Yeah. Aperitivo. So once a month, you can meet with us, you know, and and uh, that could be something that a fan of yours would say, "Oh, that would be great." Or um, one thing that I do for my NFT community is um, I'll do twice a year. I will record interviews with like super top people live in a theater, and you can come only if you have my NFT. So if you have my NFT, you have like a ticket, basically. You can access and uh, you can ask questions. We have meet and greet, get a drink. You can have a chat with the, with the guest. You know, it's something that is amazing if you are a fan. Imagine that you have here, you know, Tyson Fury. It's more and I have your NFT and I can come here in the audience mm -hmm. saying, 
hey, Tyson, you know, maybe I get mm. a sell. Uh, it's a great yeah. opportunity. It's a behind yeah. the scenes. And that's just one way. There's so many ways. There's so many things that can... You can add from yeah. there. You can have, you know, like... Branch off. Merge. Yeah. You, you can have... Uh, um, the, the priority access to the documentary about boxing that you yeah. do. I, you can do whatever you want. The problem is that in this way you attract fans that are not interested only making money. That's the big problem. And NFTs in the first wave was, all right, I want to make money. I buy this NFT. I buy the elephant or the, <laughs> or the, or the ape or whatever or the is ape, the yeah. animal. And I make a lot of money. So... All of this is going away, but then you, you get the real interesting project. So I think this, this period is great. You have all the rubbish projects. Being filtered uh, out. Yeah, yeah, filtered out, and then the good ones. Like, I, I mean, I'm old enough. I'm 50 years old this year, so I'm officially old. And uh, I remember <laughs> when I was... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's true. I, I remember I was doing startup in 2000, and uh, the, the, the market crashed. And I remember I went to a, a company for a project, and uh, I said, look, there is this thing called internet. We can do good things online. And they, were, they sent me away saying, are you joking? I mean, we just lost, I don't know, 300 million. Just, we don't want to talk about it forever. Wow. So the market was wiped out. But from there, you know, Amazon, Google, everyone, the, the big, big players come from there. So here will happen exactly the same. And behind the scenes, if you see, I mean, Apple is introducing a possibility of getting an NFT on the Apple Store. You have, you know, Facebook, Instagram, they are adding NFT, so you can show your NFT, you have, you'll have an mm. NFT marketplace. Probably NFT, the word NFT, will disappear mm. because it smells bad now. If yeah. it, it's associated, like Facebook, they yeah. rebranded because Facebook was associated with yeah. Cambridge Analytica, you know, yeah. they are bad, so yeah. let's rebrand this thing. NFT will be the same, but the be I completely agree about the that. technology. I, think, yeah. I mean, is is very interesting. I think. Yeah, I'm the, I agree completely. Like, it's you know, when I was at school, they would say, "Okay, you're going to buy a computer. You want it with BIOS or without BIOS?" Right. Like, you'd, <laughs> yeah. Now you don't say that. <laughs> no. You don't say, "Can I have a PC with internet connection?" You're going to get an internet right. connection. But you used to have to ask for all of those things. Yeah. And I think, like, um, I keep on saying it, and I don't want to be one of those diehard sort of crypto guys, but the technology underpinning NFTs to me seems excellent. There is, a, there is an argument to say, well, everything you've just mentioned, you could do without NFTs, right? You could have another membership platform where everybody watches Monty um, and pays, uh, I don't know, Patreon subscribership. They can get to see you in a physical environment anyway, right, by paying. A, a but I do feel like underlying that image, if you think about the basics of it, it is an image. You can have a blank image of nothing. Sure. But it is a image, which is normally stored on IPFS, which isn't, is semi-decentralized anyway. You can obviously have fully decentralized images, but the limit yeah. of the file size is tiny and then the technology underpinning that the smart contract is smart it is intelligent the way that it's stored on a grid grid type of computing is really clever so yeah i agree that will come in another way it's like if you could choose now if you can think far enough into the future how it's going to be used right now you could kill it right with with ideas it's like how are nfts going to be used would yeah. it be okay i want to buy five percent of um, monty's next 10 years of your earnings and i could and you could nft yourself and then i could buy you know one percent for an upfront fee and ten percent of all the money that you make in the future i would get for example yep. there's all these w I mean, not that smart but there's got to be other things that are going to come and i keep on hearing you know that every physical item will have an nft underpinning it i haven't thought obviously enough about it but somebody's going to come up with these ideas soon 
which will just revolutionise everything. I think Th- what you said about like you know Facebook and Apple and, and phones when you buy the next phone, they'll come preloaded with your own personal NFT yeah. or whatever and whatever it may be. I think I think that's that's going to be a, a game changer because you know it it I I, I like I like it. I think it's. I think it's got really great value and legs, but I think that we're still at that early stages early where, stage. like you said, we don't know where it's going to go. You know go. what? Th- there is a big difference, I think. You said, yes, I could sell a subscription. Yeah. Uh, you could sell a subscription for your show, like Patreon, and you give access to several benefits or perks. Yeah, true. But here is the difference, I think, very important. If I buy an NFT of your podcast and I use it, then I, I get bored, <laughs> okay? I said, no, I'm bored. I don't want it anymore. Well, I can go on OpenSea and resell it. And if you did a good job and the value is higher, I earn money. Mm-hmm. Or I will lose money if you did a, a shitty job. If I buy a, a Netflix subscription, the moment I stop, I just spend my money. That's it. I lost my money. It's not there anymore. So it's a different way of seeing the relationship with the community. Yeah. And it's more of an investment. And I like the idea that it's, it's mine and then I can Keep it in your phone. It, yeah, it's, you know. a, it's an asset and then you can flip. It's an asset, you know, yeah. yeah. Become sure. an asset. So I think yeah. that's interesting. And what, what, what else is very cool? When I was listening to Zuckerberg on Joe Rogan, very interesting. Yeah, very I, interesting. Yeah. yeah, because he said that obviously so everything in Meta, essentially in, in not in the company Meta, in the Metaverse, Meta's version, everything in there will be an NFT. So every picture of you, every avatar, everything that you buy will eventually be an NFT, right? Because it's just a digital piece of art. Now, he said that the latest Meta, I've got Meta 2 over there, right? right. Meta 3 comes out around now. And Meta 2 sold as many versions as Playsta- the last PlayStation did. Right. So that's huge, right? That shows, yeah. yeah. That's what he said on Joe Rogan. That's that's source Mark Zuckerberg. Source Mark right. Zuckerberg. <laughs> but lots and lots and lots of, you know, virtual headsets that sit on I ordered mine. It came in two days. I've actually got I've got the index valve o- over there, um, and I've got the um, HTC Vive too, and I've got all those. Right. They would take three months to come. They've got these huge mm. leads from the top of your head-mounted display into a laptop that's a really good quality laptop or PC. Mm. Now these turn up in two or three days from Facebook, and you start learning all these little cool controls you can do. And Meta Three is going to have uh, eye tracking, all these cool new features. So you're like, hold on, it is kind of now reaching a bit more of a wider adoption. Yeah. That's when the possibilities will go crazy, yeah. right? Then it goes from this fringe market. I think there's 10 million downloads of um, the um, crypto wallet. Uh, what's it called? Coinbase. No, no, the wallet uh, Fox, not Five. I was just thinking Five. MetaMask. MetaMask. MetaMask yeah. um, and only about 400,000 of those use NFTs. So you're talking about half a million people are using NFTs at the moment or actively trading them. That's a tiny number. Yes. Mm. So as soon as that gets to 10 million, 20, 100 million, then we're, then we're talking yeah. Yeah, proper resale. And value. what do you think? I want to ask you about the name. Maybe, maybe uh, what do you think the name w- could, could or should be changed to? I'm going to put you on the spot. It, yeah. It, you know what? NFTs. It, it's I mean, it's, 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 it's simple in a way to think what, what, what it could be, but the name wise, the what do you think? Two things. First, while you were speaking, I got the idea for the image of your podcast NFT. You want it? Please. But if you do it, I want a percentage, you know, through Done. smart contract. Okay. <laughs> Done. All right. Seven <laughs> percent. No, ov- obviously it has to be like a, a boxing glove, you know, yeah. like uh, so that you have all of different. All right. That was a stupid thing. But um, you know what? I remember Bill Gates writing a book many, many years ago, sort of talking about the Internet. And he was not talking about Internet. It was like information highway. You know, that was the name, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
are you coming on the digital highway on, on the <laughs> information? That was the name. And then the name disappeared completely because it was rubbish. And then we got internet like that. So I think NFT also, it's, um, how you say in English? Is it an acronym? It's like it's an acronym. Acronym. Yeah. acronym. Yeah. So uh, it people think what NFT, NPC, PCP, <laughs> what, what is that thing? You know, yeah. it, it doesn't resonate. And uh, yesterday, Tim Cook, the Apple yeah. CEO, said, we don't talk, for instance, about metaverse. You'll never hear, you know, Apple saying metaverse. Why? Because they know that people don't know what metaverse is. Well, what does it mean, metaverse, to a normal human being? So I think that there will be a huge effort to find the right, mm. um, you know... Like a universal, simple a term. Uni yes. To become synonymous it with computing. And uh, also, it becomes invisible. Because if, if you go back 20 years... Uh, we were using all of these, uh, you know, web logs, uh, RSS, uh, uh, are you track backing me? You know, all these kind of uh, terms to say very simple things, like are you sending Trojan a Trojan horse in. And so yeah. at the moment, we are still in this phase where also the crypto community likes to have their own jargon and they feel exclusive like yeah, that. Yeah. It will change and will become mainstream, and you you will not even notice. You'll have NFT, and you, you don't know that is an NFT. You just yeah. click a button, you get this, yeah. you resell. That's it. Yeah, yes. you're right because the word non fungible token is a is a almost a, a, a geeky kind of yes. terminology that's, <laughs> that's that doesn't really make sense for what you actually what you again. You know, I I I've referred it to like digital art in a weird way. You know, everyone said Netflix was crazy when when they started, and you know, the whole idea if we thought about you know, and you can go back to MP3s and loads of things but the whole idea of having you know mm. one access to a subscription with thousands and thousands of bits of content and information and films and tv shows i mean you know it it, it would have sounded crazy 20 years ago when you you just buy one disc with one 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 film on it so i think there's going to be you know it's going to form into that netflix digital art kind of world where it's going to be just like you know Simplized. You know that I remember. Um, you remember Napster? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember that uh, many years ago they called me on television to give a commentary about Napster. They oh were wow. sued and so on. Yeah. I had long hair, you know, like very, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> young, a little bit embarrassed, you know, because you were saying, guys, there's a revolution coming. And I didn't know they had the Blockbuster CEO in the same show. Wow. Yeah. The, it was the blockbuster CEO, Italian, I see where this the is Italian going. country manager. <laughs> and so I said, um, yeah, you know, Napster, but it's a big revolution, blah, blah, blah. And then I say, by the way, I think that if it's happening for audio, <coughs> probably will happen also for videos. It's just a file. It's big at the moment. It's not easy. Mm. Broadband was not there. I will happen also for videos. And I still remember the reaction of this guy. He looked at me said, First, you are like half of my age. Go back to school. What are you talking about? We are blockbuster. We are, and he started to give me all the yeah. the big numbers. And I say, sorry, like, I don't know, but maybe think about it. You know, and it's incredible how you don't see it coming. Also, yeah. the big players, some yeah. some things you don't see coming, like Bitcoin. I've interviewed well. Michael Saylor. Okay. Oh well. And he has bet everything on Bitcoin. Yeah. And uh, sometimes <laughs> yeah. I... Who's that just for viewers listening? Uh, like, who is Michael? Oh, Michael Saylor is the CEO of MicroStrategy. Actually, now he's president. He yeah. was like the oldest uh, Fortune 500, uh, Fortune 500 CEOs uh, um, on in, 
in charge. I don't know how you say in yeah. English, like for, for a long time. So it's not a, a techno maniac <laughs> that uh, is passionate about uh, crypto. He's the CEO. He has to run a company and uh, he had like $500 million to invest. Mm -hmm. So they did all this study and they started to buy Bitcoin basically. And now he's uh, like a Bitcoin man. The company, he bet the company on Bitcoin. And if you listen to the guy talking, you think, wow, he has a lot of great points. Maybe he's not right about everything, but he has a lot of great points. Yeah. You know, there are 21 million Bitcoin. It's a scarce asset. The pound is not really good, for instance, <laughs> in this moment. You know, we have a very difficult uh, uh, macroeconomic situation. So do you want digital asset that is scarce and is proven and technology is there for 10, 12 years? So he has a lot of good points. But if I talk with um, some friends of mine that are fantastic and very, very smart, some of them, they can't see. They, they are so into their universe. Tunnel vision, yeah. And they don't see it. Mm. And to me, it's clear that this will happen. Yeah. You know? Th it will happen. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I have my cognitive bias and I'm wrong on the other side. But it, it, it's, it's interesting. Sometimes the smartest person in the room 10 minutes ago, doesn't yeah. see. And take Zach. By the way, I, is Zach good in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Is it good? Did you see the video? Who? Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. He's, no, he started doing M mixed martial arts. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he go. released the video where he's uh, practicing. I mean, mate, there's your fight. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> That's it. The tech, all right, all right. The tech first tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean... Uh, it's Have a look. It's... it's I mean, okay. it's pretty good. It's an amateur, right. but he's trying. Yeah. And yeah. for instance, Zuckerberg is a genius because the guy, of course, is super smart. He has uh, all the money in the universe. He has an amazing team of people. He knows everyone. Mm. And he didn't see Instagram coming. He had to buy. He didn't see WhatsApp coming. He had to yeah, buy. That's true. That's he didn't true. see TikTok yeah. coming. Yeah. And he tried to buy. Yeah. You see. And, so, and he didn't see Snap coming. And but he had to clone the feature. So it's very difficult to predict. But if yeah. you watch Zuckerberg, right, what amazes me about him, when he gets asked in the high court, right, or when he gets asked specific questions on a podcast like with Joe Rogan, and they say, okay, what is the millimeter wavelength of, you know, these wave-guided optics for the, for the, for the Google Glass, for the, the, his version, right, the, the Facebook um, Glass? And he has no idea. He's he like, oh, you, yeah. I have to check on that. And I'm like, hold on. We're used to listening to Elon Musk, right, who yeah. built 99.9% .9 of SpaceX from the ground up with all new rocketry and he used intercontinental ballistic missiles from, he did the whole thing from scratch. And he, I remember listening to, to Elon Musk, which has really got me in, fascinated more in bi biochemistry. They said, how did you come up with the idea for SpaceX? He said, well, it was just copper, hydrogen, you know, it was carbons, hydrogens. He knows everything. And I just wanted to melt it down. I knew I could make the bits. If you ask him anything about how jet propulsion works, right, or any one of his businesses, how the lithium ion uh, charges within the batteries at Tesla or whatever, he'll tell you specifically, da, da, da. Then they ask Zuckerberg and he can't answer the question specifically. And I'm like, hmm, that's a big insight into that guy's brain. Now, he's a great coder. He's a great uh, Zuckerberg. He's a great visionary. But he's not what I would um, sort of call like an engineer in the same way um, uh, um, Elon Musk is. But to go back onto your point, a few things I wanted to think of just so I don't forget anything. When you said about NFTs, you really made me think there because you said, what will they be called in the future? And you said, oh, no, well, maybe something specific will happen where you press a button. You don't realize it's an NFT and something's happening in the background. So what they need is one project by one company, one person, one organization yeah. that, that is so big 
that you need that NFT, in e whether it's to log on to Instagram, right, or whatever it is, then everybody knows they need that. That would be a mass adoption mm -hmm. event, right? Then you're saying about sort of Blockbuster. Have you heard of Blockbuster DAO? Have you seen these guys? They've no. So they've set up a, you know, a, da a DAO, da a decentralized autonomous organization for Blockbuster, to oh bring back God. Blockbuster, <laughs> really? but yeah, okay. online. Yeah, and to go through what you're saying about crypto, because I didn't want to interrupt you, it was such a good inform uh, information flow. To go on to crypto, I think because there's so many people in control, they could siphon the control of it. And I think what the last two or three years has shown everyone, and I sound like a broken record saying this, it's opened a lot of people's eyes. And me personally, I would like for Bitcoin to have more prominence in the world, right? Because I, I believe in the decentralized way of working and not being under complete control of the financial markets and currency. So I do think it will find its way, but there's definitely a lot of people that can stop it and can control it. That's true. But also I think you need, how do you say, legitimate project. Imagine that tomorrow, Ronaldo or uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise said, guys, I have this project yeah. and uh, you can have access to Mission Impossible 23, I don't know <laughs> which mission is possible now, <laughs> and uh, I'll give you this access, you can come for a dinner with me one day, you know, if you have like 100 of my Tom T, whatever, and uh, the project is backed by JP Morgan, uh, Barclays, and Apple. Mm. That's it? W will anyone say, no, that's a scam, that's, no, it's like yeah. a legitimate project, great quality, great partner so you need more of this and at the moment there is not so much but that sort of has <laughs> happened like the european central bank they're using tezos right and they're they're using tezos to test out a digital currency um you know you've got um ethereum and bitcoin you've now got etfs trading of those that, are, that they're actually yeah. happening now they're, you've got like inside information to say that you know jp morgan and morgan and morgan stanley have been buying Bitcoin and, and recommending it forever. to clients forever, right? And that they were talking to the CEO of Coinbase. And, you know, so there's all this, you know, there's all this kind of stuff happening in the background. And I don't know, I feel like everything's gone so quiet. A lot of people have lost a lot of trust where everything's gone down. Everyone sort of seems to have bought the peak. No one wants to hear about NFTs. My friends that were doing NFT projects, they just, there was yeah. so much stress for them that they, they can't really hear about it anymore. So it does seem at the moment. But I think it's just a little phase. I, I hope know. so. I hope so. I think, I think you, you know, think? Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's a little phase. I think one of the things for me is a couple of points I want to pick up on so I don't forget. But I think one of the things for me, when when I when we were at this event in Malta, Sigma, where there's a lot of gaming and a bit of NFTs and crypto. Gaming? Gaming. Oh. Oh. I say, what's gaming? <laughs> 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 oh, gay men. Okay, I just wanted <laughs> to make You were thinking of your own of a little <laughs> private event that you went to on your own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gaming. Gaming. No, I just was like, why is that? What are you saying about gay men? Okay, so gaming. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, uh, I, I can't get your attention, but I say gay men. <laughs> <you're like laughs> Who said gay men? <laughs> um, gaming. Um, for me, when 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 I see like when I go to a, an event or something, and we're doing this talk Wednesday, when I see events where people are spending money and other people are turning up, and people are loading expos and all this kind of stuff to me those things don't really they don't really disappear they you know when people when, when people start spending money like that and uh, it's not just ireland there's, there's a massive one in new york there's one in france all these different things people are people are still attacking the market yeah it might have a little bit of a drop down in it highs and lows and we were at talks in can and we it was just like we were just dominated it was polluted with loads of things on nfts crypto and all this kind of stuff so for me 
I think it's like you said, it's that really interesting phase where something's going to happen where it becomes the mass and it becomes yeah. preloaded on your phone like Instagram or like you know Facebook. Um, or it'll have a, another rise and another fall. But for me, because of these events and all these things that's happening and people spending money and people talking about it, the fact it's that we're sitting around here, that, yeah, it's yeah. not going to go away. Someone's going to work it out and when, when they do and figure out to do it really simple and easy, it's going to be exciting. And that um, combined with what you're saying, yeah. filter out all the shit and you have your Tom Cruise projects or your, you know, or your, or your specific projects that actually people want to you know, get involved in or, or they have these little tools like um, Logan Paul did it. He did it on his podcast. Yep. He sold his NFTs. Or ori originals. Yeah, yeah, originals. And the person that bought it became one of the guests. Mm. So obviously, you know, these, thi these things are starting to happen. So I don't know. I, th I think it's a, I think it's just a little bit of a, you know, flat phase. Yes, and the coders. You know, once you see, I always track the coders, developers. Uh. Where are developers going? And if you are a developer today, True. you want to ah. do this stuff. Smart. You don't want to do, yeah. you, do you want to work at Facebook or yeah. Google? That's I mean, really interesting. Yeah. Wh I got what, what are the coders and developers so doing? Do no, they are working can, on you it. You can download it. You yeah. can go to GitHub and it shows you how many developers are on Solidity for Ethereum, so, oh wow. how many on Haskell for okay. a, a, a Cardano. That's, that's, re that's really good. I yeah. And I got, I actually, my, uh, you know, my friend beginning with A, she would really, she I coded, <laughs> I don't know, I don't want to say it, but she, Adele, Adele, yeah, no, she, she was um, a coder at university and, and she wanted to get back into something and I said, look, just learn solidity, so you're exactly right, I, so I, I, I recommended that she learn solidity because I think that's the best thing you would learn as a coder now to, to program Ethereum smart mm. contracts. And you can predict the outcome because if the input, imagine movies, if the input we know, for example, that today there are, I don't know, 100 movies uh, working production about, uh, I don't know, Spider-Man. You know that 100 movies about Spider-Man will come out, or maybe yeah. 50 because maybe they, they are um, not finished. But you already know the outcome, and yeah. here is the same. Developers are doing Web3 stuff, and you'll get it. Yeah. So it, mm. it's just a matter of time. Yeah. I am, okay. I, again, I'm, I'm old enough that I saw this you know, problems That's, that's, that's many a really times. good point. You say that. So w when, when Marvel did the release schedule for the next films, yeah. they announced like 20 films. So you know they're coming. Yeah. And that's, that's just for a, sure. Just to jump Th in on that. That's, that's a really good. That's yeah. 100%. Yeah. And uh, I'll be one of the superheroes. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be a great, <laughs> you know, like a <laughs> surprise. Marvel really? Man. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Italian, <laughs> Italian <laughs> stallion. Sky in Italy uh, just launched. And it was incredible because for uh, Italian used to Berlusconi, Sky was freedom. Like, oh my God, you know, Marduk arrived. So it's, de uh, it's democratizing television <laughs> forever. That was the idea. And they, they launched and they, they had like sort of open, you know, uh, call, call to action. Say, look, if you have ideas like that. So I, I got the contact of the director. I went there and said, look, I could talk about uh, internet, this stuff. And they say, no, we don't care. I mean, we are, you know, Sky News. Imagine, they, we, we want to give news. So I tried, I tried, I tried. At the end, they got a news out about a virus many years ago. It was a virus in cybersecurity. And I was just there talking with the guy and said, look, but you didn't give the news about this virus. And so they said, all right, do you want to comment on that? Go, you have 20 seconds, go on television. You already been on television? I say, of course. I mean, <laughs> I never been on television, so I had no idea, you know, Cameras like that. Anyway, I went and uh, everything started there. It somehow clicked. Okay. So I got a television show in Sky for seven years. 
uh, where, you know, I was like talking about, I don't know, YouTube when it started. Guys, there is a new platform, YouTube. And people say, what, you, you what? Yeah, YouTube, you have videos on the internet. People say, yeah, but we already have television. Yeah. Why should we? Well, because, you know, people can upload their videos. This kind of weird yeah. situation. Videos yeah. of you. Videos yeah. of you, you know, that yeah. was weird. It's very hard to get at the time, yeah. But that yeah. was good because uh, Sky gave me the possibility, you know, Jeff Bezos came to Italy and they say, all right, who is the go-to guy for tech? Okay, Monty. So do you want to interview Jeff Bezos? I say, of course. But to give you an idea, it was very difficult to get more than 10 minutes to not from Jeff Bezos' time on television mm. because they say, but we don't care, you know, yeah. is Amazon, is e-commerce. So why should we give you more time to spend with this dude? Mm -hmm. So that was the level of, um, and, and from there, I've started to um, build my, you know, television, radio, a lot, of, a lot of events. And then I moved to UK uh, 10 years ago. My wife is, she's British. And I thought, well, you know, I could do the same in UK. So I remember I do, I did a casting for BBC, like a company that select for BBC shows. And I forgot that I can't speak English. So my English is shit. So, so I remember I was talking with this girl and she looked at me like, are you totally out of your mind? You can't even speak English. How could you do a tech show on BBC? <laughs> but in my head, you know, I, I said, look, I did it for seven years. I can do a tech show. And from that moment on, I said, all right, I'll try to do video on social media because I was, you know, used to go live every week and I started to do videos. I did videos for one and a half years and no one ever watched it. No one. Like, imagine you upload a video and you do zero views. How many views were you doing? Zero. 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 Not even like 10, 10 12. 10, how 12. Many, how many videos were you releasing? Every week. Daily. Oh I was, wow. Uh, wow. my philosophy was always like, I, I go daily. Quantity. And I was waking up like uh, 5.30 in the morning um, because I, I was working, so yeah. I couldn't spend time. So I was, I, I started to learn uh, cameras, lighting. I was used to be on television, you know, production, six cameras, you arrive there, you are the, the, the prima donna, <laughs> all this kind of thing. And then when you're alone, you say, well, but I have no idea how to use a camera or, yeah. you know, this bloody lens and lighting, you are always, I was always gray. So I was putting more and more light. <laughs> so, and I was darker and darker. I didn't understand why <laughs> it took me forever to, I, last year I figured out after nine years. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I, I started to do videos for one and a half year. No one ever watched it. And I remember one day, I went to the kitchen, was my wife there, and said, look, I quit. I can't do it anymore, no one watched it. Probably people was watching me because I was on Sky. Without Sky, I'm not good, that's it. That, that's it. And I remember that she said, all right, good, I was uploading on YouTube, and uh, zero. So she said, look, but did you see this news about Facebook? They are launching videos, you know, a video platform to compete against YouTube. And I say, look, uh, I mean, I'm the tech expert, so I mean, please. And she left, you know, an article uh, printed on, on the table. And, uh, and I say, I don't need you. I, of course, I knew. And she went out, and I immediately went to check, you know, to see what is this. I didn't know about it. <laughs> and so I tried to upload a video on Facebook, and boom, immediately, you right. know. Because Facebook in that moment, like we were talking before with the, the TikTok. Already, already yeah, there. they wanted to give you reach yeah. to, to say, look, yeah. come with us, don't go on YouTube. And from there, it started to grow like, like crazy. And then from there, I went, you know, TikTok, YouTube, and so on. And the more visible you become, the more offers 
uh, you have. So Matthew McConaughey, for instance, I got an email saying, Matthew McConaughey is out in Italy with his book. Uh, we would love you to have an interview with him if it's possible, if your schedule is possible. And I say, yes, I, yeah, I think yeah, I can. I probably will not have much time, but I can. <laughs> and that's great because you have a, a lot of you know, offers. And then you have to decide to say no most of the time because otherwise you, you do not associate mm. yourself with the right project. And now it's, it's good. You can leverage your platform to launch startups like I do or do books mm. or meeting and great people. So it's great. The great okay. thing, do you, and you capitalize on it. Do you, do you yeah. Okay, okay. Because in once you have a platform, basically, uh, well, you can do a lot of things. You can launch startups. So I launched, for instance, a startup that's called Four Books. It's an app that uh, does business book abstracts. So imagine you don't have time to read. Bam, you get an abstract audio and text of the most important business books. And if you want to read the book, well, then you'll buy the full book. So it's very good, effective, productive. And I launched that app for, yeah, it's very easy. I just say, look, guys, I got a, yeah. an idea. Yeah. Interested? Boom. So a, a lot of um, validation from the market immediately. And then I've built the company, and yeah. then you know yeah. you go with the investors and all of yeah. this stuff. Yeah, and it seems it's going to be harder and harder to launch a business without. I mean, I remember when you launched a business without a website, <coughs> and then it got to the point. Uh, I think it was I don't want to guess the year, but around 2000, you wouldn't launch a company without a website. And now it's like, okay, I'm going to launch. Maybe I'll have Instagram with my business and launch some pi nice pictures of products. Yeah, you don't need the website. And then like it's yeah. Yeah, but then it now it's like, okay, actually, there's a certain demographic on Twitter, maybe slightly older, and actually I can get some like the the blonde bomber Ebony Bridges was saying. Actually, Twitter's very good for some of the stuff she does. And now you've got okay, if you want the younger generation, you get TikTok. So if you have visibility on all the platforms, yeah, it does seem like it's going to be one of the easiest ways to monetize yourself in the future. Well, that's yes. what I was going to say, and I hope you don't mind me saying, but what's really interesting about your story is, you know, you're not 23. Oh, no, no. I'm you know, like I said, you're 50. I'm an old YouTuber. Adult well, YouTuber. No, don't use that. Oh, <laughs> 60 is the new 40. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, no, you're not old, but it's, it's really interesting that you're, you're, you know, you're, you're breaking it and you're smashing it, but you're not, you're, no, you know, you're not 19, you're not 23. You, you've come at it from, a, from an interesting angle where you've kind of, you know, you've been involved in the media world. You've, al you've also sound like you've learned a bit of the tech side and know what yeah. works and what doesn't tapped into your audience and then benefiting from each platform. So I think that's a really interesting point. If you have, a, I think, uh, a huge visibility now, think about Mr. Beast. Did you read yes. the news about Mr. Beast that said, I got an offer for one billion. Yeah. <laughs> that's clearly a joke. Unless he's, you have 10, 20 billion, don't even come to bother me. Mm -hmm. Wow. And you I didn't know that. Is he arrogant? No, if you do the math, I mean, he has the numbers. Yeah. So was he got 100 million subs? I mean, tons, but then uh, I think he, he was really good in launching, you know, the, the shops. And uh, he has this, uh, this new company now that I think is amazing. Basically, he wants to translate himself in a lot of different languages. That's what that, that, I, I saw the podcast on that. And yeah. that that's really interesting. He's, he, he broke it down. He said like that the, um, the, the, the more views he gets now are not people speaking English. It's all the other, it's all the other languages. And so he can yeah. offer the same translation service to, I don't know, 1,000 different channels and, and you get revenues from there. We so really got to look at that because he basically makes more money now yeah. from people that are understanding him in Spanish. Because yeah. he said, you know, the, the, the English is. population is X amount. Look, all these other people speak, you know, Indian, Spanish, I I Italian, French, all these other people. Mm -hmm. So all those markets are just closed off because mm. 
you know, yeah, you've got subtitles and stuff, but they're going to watch more of this content if it's in this language. And I think he's made a really good point on that. It's like really and like and it, news yeah. can apply also this, maybe for people watching this, this podcast, you don't have to be Mr. Best. I mean, Miss Excel on TikTok, she's teaching TikTok, and she has you know millions in revenues by teaching uh, Excel. Yeah. So she teaches Excel on yeah. TikTok, which yeah. is, if you think, impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excel is so boring, but she's really good and yeah. entertaining. And then she sells you a course, several courses about Excel, and she monetizes that way. Mm. So I- it's very interesting how you can really launch different stuff and, and, yeah. and crazy jobs yeah. that, that yeah. you d- did. Uh, the other day, I, I do you see this guy that in uh, New York, his job is waiting in line. So he queue for you. Imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> professional queuer. Yeah, it's a you professional queuer. That, wouldn't you? Yeah. Professional queuer. And he launched uh, an agency now. So he has an agency of professional queuers. They go and queue. Yes. And, and that's genius for that's me. Genius. That's genius. Yeah. That's genius. That's genius. Yeah. And, and then you, you can promote yourself, you know, yeah, with yeah. all of this social media. So I think Little that... sign, I'm queuing for someone. Is There's a guy who stands outside, like, Target in all these shops. <laughs> and he, he just stands outside. He's, got, he's blown up on Instagram and TikTok. And he says the nicest things to everybody walking through. So you walk in, so hello, madam, you look absolutely stunning today. And then they walk through. And he's, you know, there's all these cool ideas. Like my sister, she's a PT, like a yoga instructor. And she's finding it harder and harder to get people to come into a premise every day for a yoga session. And you just look at all these courses online, right, where it's like learn how to do a handstand in 30 days. And they're killing it. You know, Adrian James, the guy who does the sit-ups, killing it. They're earning millions and millions from doing it. And it's like... Look at the time in COVID. You, you could pay £10 to go to a yoga class and you get 15, 20 people. And I remember watching this one girl that dropped her price to like £5 and she had 30,000 people mm. on, in her online class. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, very good. Very so good. It's like, it's like, it, you know, it trans- transforms it. What you say also about, um, about a lawyer. My, these guys know my future wife. She's, um, she's a lawyer in Turkey. And right. <laughs> <laughs> what what do I need to know there? Uh, no, so she, she said it publicly that's, that's, now. Right. That's enough for now. Yeah. She's a, she's a, that's enough. Yeah, she's a lawyer in Turkey, and she said it's the same. It's like all the kind of actually I don't want to say anything. yeah, working with lots of different types of people, and doing online things are much much easier. And our, our friend Lawrence, he actually said like in the future, the way to generate money is going to be promoting something online in some way or the other. Okay, so to get so. Let, so you but got to interview these so people. So sorry to interrupt, but I'll give you an example about this. I was thinking about two things that I bought recently. I bought a video course from uh, Neo Verto's guy. Mm-hmm. Do you know the guy? No. no. He basically is specialized in uh, knees and give you these exercises where you, be- you walk backward. So I, go <laughs> I went to wow. and I started to walk backward in front of my house with my neighbor <laughs> looking at me. I'm f- fortunately, I'm totally anonymous in UK. So unless you are Italian, you don't know me, <laughs> uh, which is great because my neighbor thinks, who is this idiot you know, <laughs> that is walking backwards, backwards. touching his knees. <laughs> so Neil Vertoz. Uh, or the other one, I, I watch, uh, do you know Bas Rutten, MMA yes, legend? Yeah. Uh, I mentioned him in the last podcast. Did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he fights with his um, palm. Palm his in the punk yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the, uh, the old uh, specialty. He was so Frank hard. Rutten, yeah. So Bas Rutten recently launched a... Uh, um, an object, I have it here probably, uh, O2 trainer is called, uh, and it's for breathing. So I was interested in improving my breathing, and this... Uh, oh, yeah, the thing that goes in your mouth. You, you put it in your mouth, and yeah. you breathe uh, with the diaphragm. diaphragm, diaphragm so yeah. you get a better and correct breathing. Right. And, um, and that's incredible. I, I saw him in an interview, and I thought, 
wow, I like this, and I bought the product. So it's a very, if you, the main issue, I think, you need to have a good reputation. So if someone respects and trusts you, the moment you say, look, uh, buy, this, I, get this. buy yeah. this because I tried these yeah. gloves mm -hmm. for boxing, and they are fantastic. And, uh, well, if I respect you, I will go for it, you know? Yeah. But it's so like Sky with wor with working with you. They they found an opportunity with you. You're then using that platform yes. to create a, a more interactive environment. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Also because television, you know, have you ever walked in television, uh, mm -hmm. like uh, the television environment? Yeah. Uh, a couple of times. It's, uh, it's, a it's a bit clunky. It's a bit like yes. square. Square. Square is the <laughs> great. I would use this English word square exactly. <laughs> is uh, I don't know. And uh, also the relationship that you have with your followers is very, yeah, I, I got people recognizing me when I was doing television, but, you know, like, oh, you're the guy from the television. Like, I respect you because you're on television, but we are very, very far yeah, yeah. from each other. It's like I go on the red carpet and you, you go to... I don't know, uh, Lidl, <laughs> I don't know, or Aldi, or Greg, what was the name of this? Anyway, the social media is completely different. I mean, if personal, I, I go to Italy yeah. and people, hey man, ah, what's up? You know, like, it, we are <laughs> brothers, yeah. it's, uh, or people driving the, the, the car and I'm walking and I just hear, Monty, you know, like, it's a very different relationship. Yeah. And uh, it's great. The other thing to consider is that you have, you, the way you use a phone is this distance, okay? So 24 hours a day, less than one meter distance is a phone. That's the official statistic. And you use it at this distance in every situation. When you are in the toilet, uh, where <laughs> after you have sex, you know, like any kind of situation, it's a very private and intimate tool, this one. And that's why there is a recent research that basically try to understand if you lie in a different way when you use a laptop or a phone. So they gave uh, some questions and they did this test and they discovered that if you use a laptop, you lie more. If you use a phone, you lie less. That's so weird. Because this is very private. This is associated with me. It's my phone. Mm. Ask someone, I, like when I do an event, I ask always to you know, people, okay, get the phone and uh, unlock it, and then pass it to the person like at your right. Approach. And you see the reaction. I mean, you have married people. I, I, once a, a married guy, he ran off. Like, <laughs> he, he couldn't <laughs> even handle the idea of giving his phone to his wife. They say know? that, don't they? If you were to it unlock your phone, apparently if you give it to your husband or wife, like, you know, 70% of the time there's going to be something that they don't like. Gosh, yeah. So it's incredible. So it's a very private... Um, object but it's a great opportunity you know you can do content from here tiktok yeah. actually they push you to do content without cameras like yeah. do it here from the phone yeah and uh i give you the possibility to to get good numbers that's interesting we were in a, a place in istanbul about two weeks ago and um the guy said look can i have your phone and it was a bit of a dodgy sort of back alley place right. and i didn't even think i just gave him my phone and I turn around and him and two of the bar staff, they're just laughing their heads off because people don't just give them a phone. <laughs> and actually what he did is... because he you felt comfortable. I felt comfortable yeah. with him. I felt really... I just thought he's not going to steal my phone. He seemed like a nice guy. It was a dodgy place, <laughs> but it, they seemed like good guys. Why did he ask for your phone? He wanted a... He got all of our phones and he put five-star Google reviews for the bar. 
Oh, well, I think it was all the tequilas see. that made us quite comfortable. Yeah, it was definitely the tequilas that made us comfortable because <laughs> before that I wasn't very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> they, they loosened me up. So, okay, so you 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 um, did that, and then you, you interviewed Matthew McConaughey, and that sort of was that the sort of door that opened to interviewing all these other people. No, or? actually, Matthew McConaughey is kind of a recent um, one. Right. Um, well, I, I I've I've done uh, many of the I don't know I done Oliver Stone. Yeah. I remember one. Well, was a tech event and they say look we have Oliver Stone because he was coming out with uh, the movie about I Edward Snowden yeah you remember yeah. he did yeah. a movie about Snowden, it was called Snowden. yeah Snowden yeah. Uh, great actor uh, I, I love the actor that yeah. portrays yeah. Snowden yeah. and I remember the, they called me and say look there is Oliver Stone but he's, he's, he's a difficult character and I say alright fine no problem I mean let, let's see and I still remember that I had this chat with the, I, I was studying usually I don't prepare interviews anymore like you know yeah. I just have a chat yeah. and that's why I say you are very professional I mean I, I just sit down and say what's up bro you know like that's <laughs> it but in that case I was really studying so I watched I re-watched a lot of uh, Oliver Stone movies his documentary about US that is oh it's so long and <laughs> it's a bit boring I hope it's not listening <laughs> to the podcast anyway I was really prepared and um, I arrived to do this interview live 4,000 people we have this chat is very they be closed, and then I, I think you know to uh, open him up, opening yeah. up a bit. I'll, I'll show a, a piece of his movie, um, and let's see, you know, maybe he watches movie, get an applause, and so I showed this this um, this part of the movie, and there are two characters on a horse, and they are fighting each other, and then they arrive, and when they are almost uh, hitting each other, I say stop to create a sort suspense. of suspense. Yeah, yeah. And he looked at me like, what did you just do, you know? And, uh, and he said, why did you do that? Like that, okay, imagine you have someone in front of a thousand. So I immediately say, a big round of applause for Oliver Stone. So everyone <laughs> clapping while he's very cross with me. Yeah. And then I, I try to explain, you know, a bit, uh, uh, well, I, I you know, people has to watch the movie. We don't want to show it too much. But that's just to say that some um, guests are very difficult, you know. But what I notice is that the higher the level often, the easier it is. Right. It's hard the assistant, the manager. I mean, I don't know, Tony Robbins have interviewed or oh Jeff wow. Bezos. Uh, all the preparation is who you are, what you do. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, Tony Robbins. They gave me these guidelines to interview him. What so was he like? Fantastic. Yeah. I, I think he doesn't get the credit he deserved. I really like him. I think. No, I think he does yeah. now. Like maybe now is a bit different. Before was a, like the yeah. motivational speaker. Yeah. Everybody was against that. Everybody was against self help. Everybody went really against self help books for a while. I think it was after the Secret came out, and everyone was like, "Oh." I think he's very, very smart. He's but incredibly smart. Yeah, but he's that that, smart. And that Netflix documentary, yeah. I think it's called I'm Not Your Guru. Yeah. yeah. I remember watching that, and that did change the tide for me because yeah. I was like, wow, he's not just out there sort of <laughs> like Fisher. If you want to be successful, there's so many people uh, online saying, if you want to be successful. Yeah. Uh, or the Indian <laughs> guru that you, yeah. oh you yeah, say, I've seen do it, nothing, yeah. do fucking nothing. Yeah. Sadhguru, yeah. is that? Yeah. Is that no, 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 not Sadhguru. It's a, it's a parody. It's the Indian oh, okay, guru. Okay. They always say, do nothing, do nothing yeah. eat whatever you We're want, Jay. sleep all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? But when he did that documentary, and he seemed like almost 
and I know psychic, I don't think is a real thing. That guy's been, said he'll give a million quid to anybody who said they'll be psychic. And, um, and he's laughing. No, this guy's given a million pounds right. reward to anyone who can sit in front of him and prove that they're psychic. And no one's done it, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Randy. So Randy. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, with, but with Tony Robbins, he has this amazing way of reading people and understanding their psychology, something I'm not very good at, um, very, very accurately. And I watched that documentary. I was like, wow, he's just solved all these people's problems in what seemed like minutes. And now I think he, he's I, I think he is one of those people who can really, he has such a huge experience, and when he sit down, you realize that in three seconds, he already got you, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And from your verbal, nonverbal, whatever. And he has sort of uh, internalized all of these patterns, like, you know, if you listen to Daniel Negreanu, the poker player, he has this pattern to recognize, I play poker against you, yeah. Are, are you He's bluffing? Are you? Moves, yeah, you read three more moves that you've got ahead of you. Yeah, you know, and so. I think Tony Robbins also is the same. What's been your most favourite interview or the the best person you've interviewed? Would it be Tony Robbins or? Immediately come up in my mind all the worst interviews that I <laughs> had in my life. So many, and I would say most of the time you are a bit disappointed, especially by celebrities. Yeah. Um, I think about singers that are maybe are so famous, and you think what. Well, Wow, they're great! You you sang their song, or mm. actors, actress, and then you speak with them, and you think, oh God, you know, mm. or they are a bit arrogant. They, they come when to life when they're an act. Yeah, so yeah, but when something comes natural, like for example, talking to Ebony was really kind of amazing, right? But she's worked hard. Right. When it's a singer and they just have that natural talent, it's almost like they become complacent with their intellect in a way yeah. like I've had better conversations just sitting next to a random person in a random country or a wedding that's not famous and just going deep into some crazy conversation you can have an amazing conversation but I think if there's a natural ability for singing or something yeah sometimes it can be hard to have a good conversation but I would say Jeff Bezos and Matthew McConaughey I was really surprised yeah. Jeff Bezos because I arrived there and uh, he looks like Maybe now it's different, but in that period, he was very humble. Like, if you didn't know Jeff Bezos, you thought probably he works as a as a waiter, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you, you didn't really, he was not pretending. And uh, the second interesting thing was that I was really prepared for that interview because I thought, you know, Jeff Bezos, e-commerce also was my kind of sector. So I was really nailing, I, mm. I, I knew so much stuff. And we started to talk, and I was still in, in, in a journalist mindset where I don't know why journalists want to uh, attack, you. attack, got yeah. you. You know, oh, you yeah. didn't know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You said uh, something about the truth behind the scenes. Yeah. So I was yeah. still in that mood. And, um, and so I was trying to go with some questions that I thought, mm, he, he will never be able to answer that. And he was like Elon Musk before, that you say. On any topic, yeah. he could write three books about anything. Mm. What is the, the this material? Right, this is wood made in this way in this country, and there are this is probably three hundred grams. You know, anything, and wow. you think this brain is unbelievable. Just an encyclopedia. Encyclopedia, <laughs> not amazing. Not Matthew McConaughey was fantastic, and uh, in uh, you, the I know some stories about Matthew McConaughey. In movie industries, uh, you will appreciate. Um, I was expecting for, you know, big filters again. Instead, they gave me a date, 
like a, a schedule and I, I was doing remotely. So I just connect on my Zoom and wait for Matthew McConaughey. And I was expecting, usually what happened is that the assistant is coming, they do the check, then you know someone else is coming, then maybe someone calls you and say, look, these topics, no, we cannot talk, this is blackly, you know, all the usual. the usual. Instead, I see a camera off, but I hear a voice and I hear, all right, all right, all right. This is my colleague. So I was, you know, imagine you are That's in, a good impression. Yeah, you are in Brighton right, right, in right. your pajama, basically, I was there, <laughs> and you have Matthew McConaughey coming, and then he appeared. And the first thing that was fantastic, immediately say, oh, Monty, thank you so much, because uh, one pre-information, before the interview, I did a video in Italian about his book. I read the book, the book is fantastic, really, a fan in my opinion, fantastic book. Green light? Green light, yeah. fantastic book. And, uh, and I say to my community, guys, buy this book, it's really fantastic. And the book went number one in the Amazon bestseller list wow. in Italy. Nice. And that was after he did all the press tour in Italy. So he did the press tour, not, it was like number 20, 15, it didn't go at the, the top. I did the video and it was clearly my effect, you know, like, mm -hmm. and I did several times, you know, with books, I have a community interest in books. So immediately say, oh, Monty. Watch Price Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> and but guys, by the way, here is Price Fighter. <laughs> you got to give him a t-shirt. <laughs> everything around. And the gloves, I only, this is a genius. You should give me like, or give around gloves with Price Fighter so that, I don't use head, I only have glass boxing gloves. Well, anyway. it'll turn into an NFT as well. <laughs> I've got a gum shield, I've got a gum shield. You should have it here, you know, the glass. Anyway, so he will, um, he is coming, and, uh, and then before to begin, he said, all right, how do you want this? And I said, what do you mean? I have two cameras, he said. Uh, you want me like that? And he showed me one camera with gla without glasses, or you want me with this camera with glasses? And I said, Matthew, you're Matthew McConaughey. I have no, you know, I have no idea. But he was very humble, like ready to have a conversation. Imagine how many interviews this guy does. Yeah. And, uh, and then when the camera went on, performing great, you know, because these great actors, yeah. it feels like in a moment he, he said something about uh, how he was preparing and he stand up, you know, and I thought, wow, he's really giving me something that he never said before. Yeah. And then I watched like 10 interviews and he did exactly the same, uh -huh. but he feels so improvised yeah. because he's a great actor. Chari yeah. Charismatic. Yeah. So and the, the fact he gave you the, in fact he gave you the care and time as well. Like, how do you want, how do you want my angle? Where do you want me to sit? Like it, it, it shows that, you know, when someone, when someone like that cares about you and the interviewer as well. That's yeah. a nice feeling. And one hour personal. time is a long, uh, is a long slot. For instance, yeah. I have to do now, um, you know Amsterdam, the new movie mm -hmm. yeah. uh, with Christian Bale, De Niro, Margot Robbie. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll go in a couple of weeks in Italy. I've been to the premiere here in London. Was it a good film? I love it. I love it. I think it's a great movie. It's not a mainstream movie, I would say. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, but the cast is spectacular. Yeah. I, it's a very interesting movie, in my opinion. Christian but it's not love Fast Christian and Bell. Furious 12, yeah. you know. It's, 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 like it's a film <laughs> But for instance, I will go to, to Italy to the premiere and then you have you know, the junkets and I'll interview all the you know, producer, cast, whatever. But then you have four minutes, three minutes. You don't have one hour yeah, face -to -face, conversation yeah. like yeah. we're having, which is the best because then you, know, you can get really the character of a person mm. 
but I don't know why the movie why the movie industry is like that that they don't want you to give you the actor I or think the actress can I say something that? Courtney I thought what cool. I think it is because Matt will know more than me but I think like I really feel and I had this conversation with Matt actually before the podcast before we started the podcast I think you know the old days of a Hollywood actor it was a very kind of like it was a very cool debonair classy thing to be right it's changing now because of social media and everything else but it'd be a very very you know when we grew up with whether it was you know all the great actors. I mean, the next stage was like Bradley Cooper, Ryan Gosling. But before that, you know, you wouldn't see sort of Mel Gibson give a talk like for very long because you want to buy into the character. You wouldn't see Leonardo DiCaprio a giving a three-hour Joe Rogan where he empties his heart and he talks about him as a human being and all that because he well, wants Leo's, yeah, Leo's to be... Do it. Or anyone that... They, they want to be this kind of like a mirage. You buy into the character because when you, what you were saying before as well, when you're on YouTube, you're you pretty much, right? We're all being ourselves. We're not putting on a character. When they're in front of the screen, in front of a camera it's on the screen... It's like an act. Yeah. No, it, they're acting, yeah, right? Yeah. They're acting... Th so if they break that character to show themselves, you start finding out who they are. And I think as, an as a powerful actor, you wouldn't want to show your vulnerable other s or whatever side. Yeah. You just want to show the actor. And the ones that people fall in love with most, the ones who aren't on... Like, I don't think Bradley Cooper's on social media. I don't think Ryan Gosling's on social media. Because they want you to just... Buy into this act character that they play, yeah. and they're the last ones. Mm. They're the like like Hollywood actors. Someone said it to me like ten years ago, and I didn't want to believe it. But someone said Hollywood actors are kind of dead in the old sense, you know, because now whether it's like I really like Chris Pat Pratt, he comes across great. Mm -hmm. He's got a huge social media platform, and he's right. being himself, and he's funny, and he's joking. The Rock has a huge social media platform. Yeah, they're one of the biggest in the world. But they're so they're changing. The Hollywood stars changing. It's not this sort of clandestine secrety thing that they would have been before it's funny you say that because there's al pacino now doing a, a uk tour next year right where he's just a, a, an open speech uh, right uh, an open uh, q a with the, with the audience right. and i think it's yeah that old generation is uh is, is now coming into more of the sort of social element of being more interactive with, with the audience yeah which is good and it's bad right because yeah. i think it's cool buying into the act and the actor yeah and not seeing them you know, yeah. on a beach or wherever it is. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Sorry, Matt, I was interrupting. No, you. no, no I, I agree. I think, um, you know, it's, it's gone through loads of different stages and you go further back, like into the 50s or 40s or 60s, where they called it the classical Hollywood period, where it's even, you know, even more of a niche, even more exclusive. And, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's changing, you know, dramatically. And th there's only a few people left that are considered, you know, existing sort of, you know, Hollywood stars in that sense. Um, so yeah, I agree. It's um, the result. If you think is that if Mr. Beast come to the Odeon uh, where there was the premiere in London, the, the, the main square, they have to probably shut down the square. You know, there did you see when, so he when he launched his burger? Yeah, like so he launched his first bur burger. Ten thousand people, twenty thousand people it's in the crazy. shopping mall, and they couldn't feed everybody. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Really? But if I don't know. Maybe Tom Cruise is different. I mean, my perception. Maybe Tom Cruise, mm. if he's coming, you know, you you would have yeah. like. Yeah. But already, I mean, yeah, Christian Bale, to me, amazing actor. I love yeah. Christian Bale, the prestige yeah. and things. Yeah. But you know, yeah, some journalists there. There is no big. You wouldn't see twenty thousand people no. outside his thing when he's opening a burger joint. Yeah. No, you because he's got that. But he's got that realness to him, where he's a bit of a kind of. He comes across down to earth. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like. 
Where if if Brad, Welsh, Brad Pitt turns up or one of the others, then or like you say, Tom Cruise or uh, you will get a big, big yeah. crowd. But you're yeah. right. You're going to get a bigger crowd because the typical people that are on YouTube are, are watching YouTube every day. They're typically a younger crowd. And I think they, like when my mm. cousin started a, a YouTube channel, they used to get queues around the block for like people trying to buy their merchandise, mm. you know? So, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with w- the guy with the queue service, I will be sold. <laughs> you <know>? yeah. <laughs> yeah, get the queue people. <laughs> I want to flip it. What, um, what do you think of Andrew Tate? God, bit of controversy. Oh, controversy. That would come out of nowhere. <laughs> That'd come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I so l- some uh, principles to start from. First, it's very easy to do numbers online if you are controversial. So this is one Agreed. thing to, to consider. Yes, uh, and it's something that, for instance, I never decided to to pursue so that is one thing for instance you uh, as a podcast you could go viral very quickly if you every time you have a guest you start to insulting them you start to attack uh, you shout that's like trash talking television yeah. used for many years it's a format that somehow for our human cognitive bias it, it works very well so this is one big topic second topic is um, all of this uh, also related maybe with Jordan Peterson you know um, men masculine debate is a very very hot topic mm-hmm. and the third um, let's say pillar principle is um, that if you project success and money uh, and confidence lifestyle. it works very well so yeah. lifestyle aspiration is, is, yeah. is a aspirational content is very very appealing especially to young uh, men okay? yeah, yeah. so that's one thing so that's really, I really, that's, that's a, a really, really question. three great yeah. points. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. this is his uh, persona there, yeah. and maybe it's not like that in real life, but that's his, what his, his position was that. And then he, he was very good speaker, very convincing, great salesman. You know, he's one person that if you if you listen, he will sell you anything. Okay, B- so he's very. He, he almost spoke a little bit like I, I don't want to say this, but maybe he almost spoke a little bit like Russell Brand. Very quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. very That's like. He's very articulate. No, no time to say. Wait, there, you're wrong. Well, no, because I'm, I'm explaining my point. And I'm going to explain it really quickly. And you, do you mean really? And Russell Brand talks like that yeah. in a way. I think Russell Brand's slightly more intelligent, but you know, he talks in that way where he just hits you and hits you and hits you, and and you're just there like, wow, okay. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to combat that. I wanted to argue that, but you've already answered it, and we're, we're you know, five Absolutely. steps. Absolutely. So it line. works very well. This kind of character works very well. And uh, and you have several examples of, of maybe people that works very well in 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 different um, with different results because he went really he became really really popular um, topics that that he was talking about um, well you know uh, wh- when you speak so much you also say a lot of stupid things or uh, you know so everyone are you know sometimes we are right sometimes we are wrong. I think he got all this, uh, let's say, toxic masculinity, um, how do you say, stigma, like, uh, so this is one thing. But on the other side, after a a certain level of popularity, what was uh, absolutely invisible before, get picked by media, and uh, based on where you are in 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 the cultural scenario you get problems or not so 
So this is one thing. So uh, from um, if we analyze Tate, not, not the, the content that I, um, I don't wanna even talk about the content uh, and probably say some wrong things, right things, I, I, I am not in the position to judge that. But if I analyze his positioning online, it worked for that reason. Mm -hmm. And then the banning problem, I it's a big issue because for instance, uh, I've been banned on YouTube uh, twice. Oh well. Okay, and I talk about business. <laughs> I talk about, you know, today guys, the Netflix business model explained. <laughs> you know, yeah. Why could yeah. I be banned? I mean, yeah. anyway, I got my YouTube channel back. They okay. said, sorry, it was a mistake. Okay. The problem is that you are not in control. No. So this is the, the Tate. Uh, That's what's happened to him. You, you, you can be against him about mm. the content, but the real problem and the reason why we want Web3, everyone, in, let's say in the tech cycle, want Web3, is that you don't want to be in the hands of five companies in the world. Mm. They decide, yeah. are you in or are you out? It's weird because the thing with Tate is everyone, you know, a lot of people hate, hate his content and, and disagree with it. And, um, but, also, there's a lot of people that have come out and said, yeah, okay, we, we didn't we like need it. A we voice didn't, like that. We yeah. didn't like it, but he shouldn't have got banned. The, the, yeah, that, that freedom of speech has been taken away and it's probably made people a bit like, oh, okay, well, I don't, I don't know what, what we can post <coughs> also or what we can say. if you leave Putin on Twitter, maybe, you know, you have to think about that. I, who, who is but yeah, they're they're different know. companies. I mean, Twitter allows hardcore porn, right? So I don't know if you've seen, scroll down on Twitter recently, but there's full-on porn videos on there. That are allowed, right? Who are you following to? So, right. uh, <laughs> you've got to be following. I've never seen on Twitter. No, it does. It does. It allows Twitter allows Prime, right. right? So, but obviously they're different that. companies. So. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Uh, I have not. I haven't seen it. It was just <laughs> a <laughs> rush. Right. No, so there was a there was a there was a um, sorry. Um, no, but what's really interesting, I agree about like the whole banning thing. And my cousin said, look, Tate just won't survive now because once the big guys have decided. Yeah. That to go away, it's just impossible. You can't get any views. And my my thoughts up until recently, I don't agree with that. Well, my thoughts up until recently were: look, you can buy an AWS server, you can call it, you know, Monty.com or Monty.eth or whatever. You can host your own uh, videos very easily in an embedded website, and then you could just send everybody to your website, and you yeah. no one's going to take you Which down. Which he's done now, anyway. He, he's but got another platform. Yeah, but what you're not going to get is two point six. We just did a reel, right, uh, of hitting the punch bag, and he got two point six million views. Every time you pull down, there's in every minute there's about fifty likes. So right. 130,000 likes. Five seconds, three seconds, everyone's liking it. Everyone's yeah. liking it and followed it. But the thing is that, obviously, the Instagram algorithm has picked that up. You're not going to get that level of virality, sure. right, by having hosting your own thing on AWS. So what is happening... And sor sorry, AWS can ban you too. So yeah. basically, what yeah. you do, I've your seen. domain, your everything. Yeah, mm. and AWS, you know, they just lost... Uh, to Microsoft, the, the Ministry of Defense, 500 right. million a year. One of the biggest contracts, because Amazon's like the biggest cloud now, one of the biggest military defense contracts was with Amazon, uh, and it's now gone to Microsoft, uh, Azure. But the, the, the point is, right, that Tate said, right, I'm going to go to Rumble, I'm going to get a million subscribers. Last time I looked, it had about half a million subscribers, right, which is a lot for Rumble, but for someone that had, you know, hundreds of millions sure. of people's attention, it's small. But what I've seen a lot of people doing now including just Russell Brand last week. He said, right, everybody, I just had a video banned on YouTube. Please follow me on Rumble. And everybody's moving to Rumble and Substack. So I guess the question is, will they, will they take off? And the second question is, if they do take off, will the same thing happen? 
Now, I know that these people have met the owner of Rumble, and they've all said, and he's, he's given them personally his word that he won't ban anything they say because he believes in free speech. But obviously, what we're talking about, Web3, be completely decentralized, autonomous, anybody can upload anything. Well, but that data can't live in a decentralized place. Right. It has to be on server somewhere. But the it thing was with Tate, like even now with Andrew Tate, like you go on YouTube, his videos are coming back up. Sure. So people are reposting them. I don't know. Tate Talk is for. Yeah, yeah. Tate Talk. It, you it, know, he didn't even have. He didn't even have a TikTok account. No. That's that's a crazy. Yeah, so thing. I, I think I think you know you Freddy you got, you talk about getting banned. I mean, you know, everyone's very aware of what what like people like Logan Paul have done, um, where he went to that that uh, place suicide, Japan, yeah. suicide place. I don't know. I think um, it might just be a way of the higher powers, you know, letting them know, hey, we're in con like you said, yeah. we're in control. The so there is a level of visibility because take Rumble for instance. It's when when you're not really visible and relevant, it doesn't matter what you do, what you say, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you're relevant, Rumble get knock knock from, you know, NSA, FBI, whatever are GCHQ. The, the government say, yeah. look, all right, what are we gonna You've do here? You know? People filming each other killing themselves. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then they yeah. will have New York yeah. Times yeah. on them uh, with an expose. So the media and social media platform are clearly working together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In also in the good way, let's say it's not only bad, you know, because uh, think about the quantity of shit that is out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I see it for 10 years now, the level of abuse you have. I mean, again, I'm, I'm an, an old man talking about business. Why should you insult me every day for years? Or I have frauds. I mean, NFT, I don't even start. I mean, I got frauds of any kind, people cloning yeah. my face. I yeah. have scams. I yeah. have legal team always on it. Right. It's, it's a disaster. That's, that's crazy. That's the, that's the horrible so side, yeah. imagine when you're visible, really visible, mm -hmm. like, I don't know, Logan Paul or anyone. The level of uh, the, the shit that you get is insane. Mm. So you also need to, if without moderation, social media will be... But you also have yeah. to turn a blind yeah. eye to it, right? Because I remember I did a video in 2016. I was like, right, I, I love science. I did my first science video, and it got like 2 million views in two weeks. It's still right. up, right? And it was uh, in 2016. But all the comments at the bottom were really nasty. Mm. Like, <laughs> you I, know. Ju I just think Tate had sort of really figured out social media, and, and he would not necessarily believe some of the stuff he said, but he would say it in such a controversial way that would get everybody else talking. And then that was what was spiraling into... into the, the I think you nailed it. Your three points were spot on. Yeah. The reward yeah. Of, of social media platform, unfortunately, are just wrong. If you think about it, you, you're not rewarded for a conversation like this. You're rewarded if you are very controversial. So you start saying, uh, Biden... We, we are coming for you, you know? We will wait for you behind, <laughs> outside the White House, yeah, you know, exactly. and uh, careful. But the craziest you go, the better it yeah. is for social media platform. You yeah. get more engagement, attention. Yeah. People say, no, you're crazy. Other ones say, yeah, go mm -hmm. for it. Mm -hmm. So if you reward that, the result, the outcome is that you have a lot of people trying to be as much as controversial possible, doing the craziest shit. Uh, I walked um, with uh, a Nutella pair of shoes for 300 kilometers trying to find, you know, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. it's, it, that, that's the kind of video that is rewarded. Mm -hmm. If you do, you know, if you talk about 
a book or, well, it's very difficult, unless you are very, very entertaining, like Russell Brand, for instance, is a great speaker. He can talk about this glass and you think, wow, that's really interesting. You know, but he's a comedian. He is one of... Um, so after 10 years on social media, for me, Don't Look Up, did you, did you see Don't yeah. Look Up? Yeah. For yeah. me, it's a documentary, that one. Yeah. It's not yeah. even a movie. Yeah. That's exactly what we happen, I think. So there is no chance for human beings to survive uh, with this uh, environment because even if you say something true... It's incredible how people react, yeah, you know, yeah. and the level of um, pure ignorance because maybe people didn't study. So, but it's incredible how there is no, it's not an healthy environment at the moment. So my opinion is that it's great for people like you or I, I try to do my little thing. I try to, you know, we try maybe to share some ideas and then you decide, mm. you watch this video, you decide what you think is, uh, yeah. is good or not. I try to give you, you know, best sources and then you decide but in general the kind of content that works which will have a huge impact you know new generations i have four kids you know and if they open tiktok what's what's there tiktok shorts reels are all the same also because now you don't even understand do you understand when you're on instagram or tiktok is are the same yeah. the so attention span is, is just like two like seconds yeah <laughs> two seconds like, like that reels and our videos videos yeah. it's just all, and all everything i think i don't know what you think about that everything is on the same level so the queen die one video and then uh, a random guy doing a skateboard burping yeah, in the pub random, and yeah. then uh, you know jordan peterson and then oh this microphone is cool everything <laughs> is on the same yeah. there is no sense of urgency priority so for you it's all the same you know and what you are being taught is look you want to do this job you want to do content you want to get viral because that's really cool you know you want to be a youtuber well, you have to do that content. That, no, so how can <laughs> how this thing can work? I don't know. But yeah. um, maybe Web3, you know, new platforms, different rewards. Uh, yeah. Still is so difficult yeah. to put everything together, but it's we'll find out. It's very interesting when you watch a big YouTuber like PewDiePie or KSI, yeah. and you've never seen them before, right? And you log on, you go onto their, their channel, and you watch their video, and you're like, how can anyone watch this? Yeah. Like, that's the, my first impression. First reaction. <laughs> but people, have, because they've done so much consistent content you're like oh okay like people are just watching it because yeah, they're right. just like screaming into the camera from their bedroom and like so it's going to evolve right it's going to evolve but it is it's very interesting point and i guess we're a bit older than that tiktok generation matt and jr and i think it's good that we <laughs> try and get away from that Gr a little bit Granddad over here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I always laugh at james that you've you got a passport from world war ii right <laughs> Mate, this is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had uh, driving license, was still paper driving license, was a yeah, pink Italian that driving well. license, and I had to convert it in a British license, wow. so I have a brand new one. Okay. So I feel so so but young now. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I was going to ask you what you learned from guests. I'm being quite selfish here because I've learned just about what you were telling about Italy because we drove all around it. I've been quite a few times, but we drove around Italy. We mm. drove from Malta to the UK and we stopped in all these. Tropea and you know right. S Sicily and we spent a few days in all these places and loved it. Rome, Rome lakes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is a crazy thing. The age of is the age of consent in Italy fourteen? No. Age of consent is eighteen. Why did we think it was fourteen when we were in Rome? So uh, in so case <laughs> talk with your lawyers <laughs> about it. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's fourteen, and I'm like that's crazy young. Okay, I'm not. Am I wrong okay. with that? You told me that. You must be. <laughs> <So> <laughs> 
Have you, okay. slept, have you slept with a 14 year old? <laughs> <Shut> in <Italy? laughs> no, it, it is young. It is younger. It right. is. It is. It is. It's not. Just trying to get views. No, no. Oh, no. Hang on. It's, I, I will. Wrong. I will stick up for it. Right. It okay. is younger. I'll tell you it is. So. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Maybe it's. Um, but why would you make? I mean, I think of that. Because so I'm thinking like I was going to ask. Um, I'm in UK for 10 years, so probably I'm. Yeah, I was going to ask you what what have you like learned from your guests? Has there been any like real where I like moment? 14 for what? Age of consent. Oh come on. No, it is. It is. Yeah. I, I heard it when I was in Rome. Which like, website is? Well, this is just Europe. Between 14, well, it says this, most member states are set between 14 and 16 years. The lowest minimum age is 14 years. In Italy. That's insane. Yeah. Right. Austria, Bulgaria, Estonia, Germany, Hungary, Italy, and Portugal. All those have 14. Right. My anyway. Wow. Uh, so you're lucky I saved so you. I don't you don't look know. up. You see, it's exactly yeah, yeah. what we have. So you're uh, okay. Don't worry. <laughs> It's oh. not funny. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Matt, do you want a coffee or something? You're not being funny. <laughs> uh, so, what has there been any like, mo- moments from guests where you've like really learned something? Like when Matt was on the film with Russell Crowe, like he learned a certain way to maybe you learned quite a bit from him. I would mm-hmm. think not with acting necessarily, but the way that he holds himself. Uh, has there been like really crazy moments where you're like, okay, this guy or this girl has got everything dialed in and they really know what they're doing, and I'm learning something from this person. Mm. Um, well, first reaction I have every time I finish a conversation, I feel so stupid. You know, it's very frustrating sometimes because you talk only with people that are amazing. Yeah. At least amazing in camera or in an interview. Yeah. Or, or they are amazing athletes. They won gold medal. I don't know. The rings, I have interviewed the Lord of the Rings. We have an Italian guy, Yuri Keki, who was the rings olympic champion oh, he that's was his called actual title, yeah and his rings. nickname like is it. lord of the rings like you know? okay uh, amazing an amazing person amazing athlete and he was telling this story that he broke his uh, uh, completely destroyed his uh, bicep mm-hmm. and he went to the doctor and said uh, the doctor said that's it You're you done. quit you can't you can't stay like that right it's, it's not difficult to understand but he wanted to do the next olympic so he he said no i i, I will go back and I'll try. And he said it was amazing because every time I, I was on the r- rings, I was scared that the bicep yeah. broke again. Mm-hmm. So I constantly fear. And then he did the Olympics and he won a medal there. So cr- like stories like that. Or yeah. Last week I've interviewed this girl. She has no arms, no legs, and she's uh, the gold medal in uh, fencing on a, on a, on a wheelchair. Mm. Like these people, you think, wow. Yeah, it's incredible. What what yeah. am I doing here? And you feel yeah. like very, yeah. come on, you know, yeah. hurry up, chop, chop, and yeah. do something with your life. So this is one thing. On the other side, I would say that most of the time you talk with amazing people, very successful, and when they are not on camera, they are very human. They think they have doubts, uh, they have problems. Uh, they are out of shape. You know, all the just problems that you have yeah. are yeah. there. So Even you if you are a billionaire mm-hmm. or whatever, mm. you're still in the same... Uh, still human. In yeah. <laughs> you're still human. So, yeah. How did you go from lawyer... I'm not just going back to conversation, but how did you go from being a lawyer into the tech? Because I've been working in this computerized design company at the beginning as, like, marketing stuff. Then I started to do... Uh, website. It was like front page, you know, this called Dreamweaver. Macromedia Dreamweaver. So I was doing websites and so I started to do that. Then I've been a webmaster for an insurance broker. I was doing like this very horrible, I was horrible coder. Like 
And so I started from there. And then I started to say, look, I'm very bad in coding, but if I hire someone who can code, I can, you know, do some projects. And yeah. uh, so I start from there. Yeah. It's the same okay. as what you were saying earlier. You mentioned about Mark Zuckerberg, about, you know, he doesn't know the the real engineering side of the work. And, you know, people say that, have said that about Steve Jobs. Yeah. But that doesn't, uh, uh, to me, that doesn't diminish their um, skill set, yeah. ability or intelligence because, you know, a lot of people say, you know, you, you can, if, if you know what you're doing, but you employ the person to do it, that's, yeah. that's you know, you're still part yeah. of that skill. Yeah. You know, no, people, are, people, are, people argue and say, like, you know, there's that famous comedian, Bill, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. And he's oh like, he's you know, amazing. Yeah, he's he is amazing. He's like, yeah, I don't like that Steve Jobs guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? He's like, ah, I don't know, man. It's something fishy about him. He's like, what's yeah. up? He's like, he's like, well, did he actually do it? Did he actually yeah. sit there and, you know, yeah. weld the iPhone yeah. and put the tech together? I don't think he did. Like, yeah. and he's, <laughs> like, he's like, I don't like him. He's like, you know, you know, Elon Musk, he sits there, he lives outside Tesla and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I understand it, but it's that, it's uh, to me that still doesn't take away, you know, to build something really, really crazy, you, c you can't oh do it on your own. You, you, you need thousands of you know, in a people different league. Different yeah, no, I think you need to know. I, th I think as an engineer, as a techie person, I would know, like if I'm building something, I'd know exactly how the optics work and everything else. Yeah, uh, okay, well, no, that, I mean, that's super interesting. I mean, I've learned a lot. Thank you so much, oh, man. Thank you. That was a good luck. Good luck to you guys. Thank you. Thank Remember you. the promise, huh? When yes. you will be, yeah, yeah. or two promises, or if you win an Oscar, <laughs> <laughs> or and or <laughs> another kind of award, you know, like that. Remember, when you get the prize, you have to say, and by the way, also thanks oh, to Monty, yeah. he, he predicted. We dedicate this one say, to Who Monty, the fuck yeah. is Monty? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> thanks yeah. a lot, Monty, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks Monty. So much. That two hours time. just like went yeah. like that, yeah. so thank you. I'll thanks see you soon, so. and uh, well, waiting for you in Brighton. Huh? Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you.